good as back at conversations we're back again yes we are how you feeling mr davis i'm good i'm good you know week's going okay how are you i'm nice man how's your week been oh man i've had a lot to do with work still got some presentations for the next week uh working on a few details but you know it stuff basically yeah and yeah, story of my life too um been working mostly but i'm thankful that because i can work but i need to catch a break soon i still have so many things on my back burner all right i mean since we need to hurry up with this chat we haven't spoken in a couple of weeks let's get right into it and hopefully we can catch a break after this episode what do you think yeah, sure. all right let's do it Yeah, so the first thing I want to talk about is one of, is literally is the most obvious thing is you know the war in Ukraine right now, and we haven't talked about it on this podcast yet because you know we haven't spoken in uh, in a couple of weeks now. Yeah, we've been late to that still to to getting that you know to talking about that still, but yeah, we're here now. Yeah, it's it's obviously nothing new, and and for the record, whatever we say on here it might have changed by the time you listen to this episode because things are changing pretty fast like in real time and so the occupation you know the all the shelling and, and the bombs touching down in 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 ukraine's major cities the takeover of nuclear power plants which people are really trying to interpret as a power play or a threat or whatever it is it's all very complex and it's a real life ex- example in real time of how terrible war can be yeah, for sure. I mean, there's very there's polarizing opinions to, you know, what's going on with the war. There's people coming up saying, you know, that the Western world is no different. Things like this in the past, right? Uh, and they knew this was going to happen with the, you know, expansion of NATO and whatnot, right? So maybe they are partially to blame for this as well. At the same time, you know, there's the other side, you know, Putin and Russia, you know, blowing up, you know, targets that are not necessarily be part of war right like the hospitals well. there's refugees that's happening there's the take on racism that's going on um within this uh war as well and to be honest i think this is um in my lifetime anyways this is the first like country on country war you know that i think i've seen because everything else could has been like more like an invasion i think america invading um iraq um i don't can remember any other like actual wars because you know like all the major wars happened before before our time right yeah it's interesting you say that because even though there's some people that would consider the war in iraq like i said or in afghanistan to be like actual war it was more of an invasion and almost like a takeover there was obviously you know uh you know there's this entity the u.s which is arguably the most powerful entity in terms of warfare on the entire planet invading this middle eastern countries right and so they're very, very tiny compared to America. And I think something similar could be said with the size of Russia compared to Ukraine. But it's not nearly as jarring or as, um, I, should, I, should, I should actually say it's way more jarring because they're like neighbors, right? Just like right next door to each other. The, the languages are not too far apart. And, and it's just something that has been hinted at for many years and everyone thought, Putin was bluffing and bluffing and bluffing and then this time it actually really did happen and it's sure. 
it, it's it's a scary scenario for everyone involved because people never thought it would happen like a week even before the invasion people were still in the streets chilling like you know like this is not going to happen and then here we are now you know hundreds of thousands have left the country yeah and everyone is appalled everyone's chilling thinking gonna happen because they're thinking you know european country especially if you look at the way it's been covered on the media right everyone's been like you know um white europe blah 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 mm-hmm. this and that right and thinking oh it's not gonna get to that it's not gonna you know this in quotes but mm-hmm. this goes to show like anything can happen like people don't think of war as you know like a middle eastern thing like an african thing yeah but it's not like the propagators were you know europeans like if you look at the warring clans of europe before europe became you know drawn borders it was wars and wars they had the hundred years war yeah things and you had the war of the roses you know you've always had these wars over time the roman empire propagated wars like in all honesty is it's not dependent on you know where you're from or the skin or you know all of those things right right so it's just funny when people are like and like there's a massive amount of you know support for ukraine and massive influx of aid coming in just because it's ukraine meanwhile other parts in the world have been suffering from war as well and not had the same amount yep. of support right it's crazy that even in this war as well even though the ukrainian people are getting support from people outside within the country as well there's a lot of racism going on where we've seen you know brown and black people not board trains for example to leave the country yeah. are not allowed to cross borders or you know generally been discriminated so help Ukrainians first as if it is their you know their right you know that oh only these same people can get out because they're Ukrainians like come on everyone's entitled to that once you're within those borders right everything you said is spot on right big you know war is not dependent on how far advanced or not advanced a society is because for every war that had happened at that time in history, that was about as advanced as human beings had been. So no matter how far out you want to go into the future, there's still going to be war, right? And it talks of, you know, people coming up with the argument that, well, these people would need a visa to... I'm talking about refugees right now. There's no... You're not going to bring visa into this conversation. People are fleeing a war. So you're telling me that the visa takes higher priority over their life and their safety? Right? That's what you're telling me that a lot of this country is like back you know, Syrian refugees or or refugees from other parts like you know, rich rich quota for the year. We can only take a hundred thousand refugees. Well all of a sudden when it's, you know, blue blue eyed black people in need, it's like wow, we can actually take, you know, six hundred thousand people <laughs> in, you know, yeah. they have room to pick. It just shows you the sheer racism and discrimination that goes in situations, right? Yeah, it, it's it's blatant. It's it's inevitable. It's 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 there for us to see, right? It, it was inevitably gonna come to the forefront at some point, but I hope there will be no denial. I hope there's not gonna be a scenario where people get, you know, clouded in their judgment by this. Like the truth is out there. You can see it. Um, it's apparent. It's not going anywhere, unfortunately. But it's something that we should always constantly talk about and bring to the table and see if there's a way that we can um, prove me wrong and and have a society where human safety as a whole is prioritized over any kind of discrimination. For sure, and I just hope like everything comes to, you know, sort of like a, a, there should be talks and everything should sort of end soon. Cause I mean, there's no, there's no winners in war really. Everyone 
everyone loses. It's not about fingers winning in, in, in war. Everyone loses. At the end of the day, even us outside of of the war zone are yeah. feeling the effects, right? Like we see like our gas prices are skyrocketing, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can sanction all you want. Russia is a big economic player in the world as well. Like they supply the rest of Europe with gas, oil, yeah. all of these things. Like it's almost, it's very difficult to actually truly sanction them, right? Yeah. Um, without also hurting sort of like ourselves too, right? Mm -hmm. So comes to comes to an end soon and uh, and talks and some sort of like middle middle ground can be reached, right? Right, right. I agree entirely. I know a lot of people like you know you mentioned the oil scenario and the gas pipeline with Nord Stream 2 going to, to Germany from Russia. I also think a lot of people don't know how important Russia and Ukraine are in terms of wheat. They literally produce like 30% of the world's wheat. That's one third. So bread prices are going to go up overnight. To catch up for the production here in Canada, bread basket of the nation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that region. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can go touch on a lighter note now and talk about the Batman, Robert Pattinson, um, watching Twilight from like back in the day, and then what you know, seeing Edward and Bella, and then you fast forward to now, and you're like, wait, is this the same dude who was in this cheesy, you know, high school whatever drama, and and now he's playing one of the most notable anti-heroes i think batman is what he is i don't, I don't think he's just like I mean, full-blown hero. hero what's that he's pretty much a hero but just a, a hero anti -hero yeah is more like what's that guy from shazam the, the other guy in it. sometimes they're good sometimes they're bad but usually yeah. batman is you're saving people right? fair him. fair yeah just call him a hero, the, a hero the darkest of all heroes <laughs> yeah. yeah so you've seen it have you seen that movie not yet. I know you have. Without spoilers, tell us about it. Yeah, I mean, without spoilers, I'll tell you what my thoughts are. Like, I mean, you're free to disagree or agree or whatnot. Like, when it first came out, the Rotten Tomato scores were quite low, but they've picked up now. They think it's they're around about 80%, I think. Uh, the story is good. So, so, so for someone coming in, never seen a Batman movie, nothing, coming into that movie, it is a good, right? It's a good sort of like detective style Batman movie. But I feel like a lot of the parts of Batman was also missed. The mysterious Batman was missed in this movie. Um, the fear that he brings. But again, um, future side, right? Because this is a very early on Batman. He's still quite young. This is year two. This is only the second. He's in his second year of um, the Batman. So he may not have reached the heights of where he truly is as, you know, as that scary Batman figure or whatnot. Uh, I'm not too sure about Robert Pattinson being playing batman yeah i don't know how i feel about you know him being batman I think maybe a different actor would have done a better role because he seems very very emo oh so his performance didn't like take it home for you uh, yeah i don't think his performance I, I think the story is a good story but i don't think his performance in particular you know we took it home for me right that's, what that's I'm saying. interesting but, yeah, um, hopefully we'll see with the other movies. Maybe this is a starter, right? It's a starter up. So we'll see how it goes and probably improve on that as well. Going forward, right? That's interesting. It's okay. interesting you you mentioned the emo side of things because I read somewhere that his Batman was inspired by Kurt Cobain. 
you know, which is I think is a legendary rock star and um and I guess that that would explain the emo vibe you got from him. Uh well what about what about Catwoman? How did you like um her performance? Zoe Zoe Kravitz. Um, yeah, performance is good. The thing about characters like Catwoman, they're easier to 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 fit in because they don't have sort of like there's not a direct sort of okay. This is what this character has to be. So whoever comes into that role is free to sort of like mold character how they should be. There's only like some specifics about them, like you know, let her she needs to be like a cat when she's jumping around from place to place. They got that part well. I mean, that would be the case for most cat women. Um, you know, feline like in the way she walks, yeah, sort of like that elegance of a cat, you know, those kind of things. It's, it's more so in character, like you can't really do that. Um, with Batman, because you have to portray Batman the way he was meant to be portrayed, meant to be scary, dark, detective, smart, but brawny at the same time. So, with Catwoman, she did a good job, okay, and looks wise, I'll give her like you know, good looks for the character, like you know, she's she got the looks to play that character. Well, that's nice. Are you talking about the makeup or just her form and, and her in the outfit? Yeah, just her form, her in the outfit, you know, um, the way she was walking, her eyes, the way she looked, um, very womany, whatever that means. You know. That's so, nice, yeah, then. I'll, I'll give it. Yeah, I'm going to try and catch it in the theaters because I know it's going to come on HBO Max soon, I think, and I, I'll be, I don't want to be tempted to watch it on the couch. But whatever works, right, as long as I see it, right? It's a pretty long, or maybe it might even be better to watch any HBO Max, right? Cause yeah. I know my bladder was full. So <laughs> <I'm not laughs> oh, that's that's interesting. Um, one thing that happened this past week that I I think to me was very interesting, it not just to me but to I want to say the tech community was Apple's announcement, and not just tech but also people who just like hit on Apple always want to find out what Apple's launching so they can like bash it, right? So Apple came out to talk about this new iPhones, which are essentially the same iPhones, like the iPhone 13 Pro, but like in a new skin, a new color, green. Yeah, for sure. And talked about the iPad Air, where they now put like an, an M1 chip inside of it. So it's ridiculously more powerful than an iPad Pro from, say, last year or something. Um, mm. But I think the cream of the crop was when they brought out the new Macs with the new M1 Ultra chip and the M1 Pro. Mm. Yeah. And for me, that just kind of blows my mind. Because obviously, like I, I have a personal 2016 MacBook Pro, been serving me diligently for the better part of almost six years now, and I feel like it's it's ready for an upgrade. Yeah, and the longest I time. Cool. Um, so my, I'm I'm always torn between Apple because Apple is a designer's dream. So in the tech world, right, Apple is for the designer, right? That's yeah. Like, but like the artist, the creator. Exactly, the creator. Um, in my world, just Apple is not really the cream, the cream, the, the like cream. Like in the IT world of tech, Apple yeah. is not really where it's at, just because of um, connectivity, right? Like um, to be able to move across different platforms, Apple yeah. is not really the one, right? Yeah, you're talking about like with with your with how dependent enterprises on Windows and Windows Server and Windows XP, yeah. Windows. That's been opening different applications, like the iPad being able to. To multitask, for example, is not it's not the strongest multitasker when you try yeah. to Windows open on the iPad, for example. Oh yeah, I, I see what you're saying. On the same screen as opposed to on the Surface or even Android phones as opposed to Apple phones, right? Yeah. 
Apple's release is not as exciting um, for me anymore, especially because it's I feel like it's these slight increments. Yeah. Slight increments to what already exists, and usually it's already in the same space in the Android world. Of course, the chips are getting faster now. Um, I mean, they added a new color, but who really cares? Right? Yeah, I don't care much for the color. <laughs> I, I I think for me though, what really stuck out to me was the technological feat behind it, because. It's easy to look at these computers, especially for, like you said, anybody who's like a creator, this is like Christmas, right? You want a computer that does everything you do, whether it's Photoshop or After Effects or Premiere. You want it, you want it done fast. And you don't want your computer's fans going off necessarily. Sure, it's, yeah. it's not going to be like too much of a, of a bother, but if it's like extra stuff for you not to have a loud computer while you're working, that's probably good, right? Yeah. And having these computers that... Yeah, and in my experience, I, I've, I've used... What's that? You can go landscape or portrait now on the Mac. <laughs> the yeah, I think it was a display that it launched because it put like an A13 chip we used to be in the iPad from back in the day and the old iPhones inside of a monitor, um, which I think is just overkill. But it said it's for mostly image signal processing or whatever. But but those computers, obviously, they usually pay for themselves over time because they last forever, right? You use a you use a Mac, you can use it for like seven straight years. The longest I've used like a like a laptop, Windows laptop I've had is probably three and a half, maybe four years pushing it. Because you know, I remember last time I had a, my I mean my work computer is a Windows, but other than that, like I've been broke for you know like ten years. Yeah. That's that's the they just like they just like built to last forever, right? And so instead of spending that m money on two separate computers, um, you end up spending it on one and using it forever, using it to like it literally runs to the ground. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. it. Was a pretty good announcement, and they hyped. They they just like left a little bit of a hint at the Mac Pro, which is gonna be a whole different beast when they finally you know replace the current Intel Mac Pros with the uh, the M1. Or M2 or whatever they're gonna call it, but it's pretty interesting to see what they're doing in that space. And so on that note, uh, we're talking about we were talking about we should have actually speaking about Ukraine, but yeah, there's been evacuations as we know going yeah. on for the war, um, going on because of we move into the fact that you know Nigeria, um, yeah, is calling out um, citizens from the country that did hire finally peace finally. Don't remember which other one um, to evacuate students uh, or other Nigerian citizens who who, who live there. Uh, I think some evacuations were done from Hungary because um, they had them cross over the border between Ukraine and Hungary because of the issues between the Ukrainian and Polish border. Um, but yeah, um, kudos on on that though, pulling them. Cause I saw some videos yeah. um, of the students that had arrived in in, in the country. Um, that had been airlifted out. Also, India was doing the same thing, you know, evacuating uh, some of its citizens um, from from Ukraine to. Uh, that's good news. Ukraine, yeah, that's good news because early days into the war it was disheartening to see what was already happening to people who couldn't get on the train or after getting on the train they get kicked out because they look different, and and the government had to really come through for them at some point. And let's just. Uh, Let's just be thankful for their safety and, and hope they can continue their lives as normal because everything is already disrupted right now. If you're going to school, yeah, you're out of school. Education, after yeah. thousands of dollars, US dollars, yeah. education as well. Um, that's interrupted now. You're not really showing sure you're going to go back as well. You might never go back. You never you go know, back, yeah. How do you know what, what's going on? Transfer your credits to a different university. Yeah. 
it's it's all up in the air right now yeah that's war and that's and that's that's what makes it peculiar right because it's easy to look at something like covid came out of nowhere started in a small part of the world and then spread all over and now we're all being affected by it and if you know not to sound dark but this war could be exactly the same thing these are not actions of nature or some whimsical magician no this is someone's decision like one one person decided you know what i'm gonna go to war and so far hundreds of thousands of lives if not millions already been affected by it right and before you know it you know it could um spread its tentacles but let's just hope not let's hope they can come to a resolution soon yeah right I I don't I don't man I don't want to sound like a like a pessimist or like you know a bearer of bad news but I don't know if any Russian war is gonna last six months but yeah let's just keep our hopes up. The last thing we should talk about was uh, Ryan Coogler. Remember what happened to him recently with the bank teller? He was trying to withdraw money yeah, from from his true. account and then they called the cops on him thinking he was trying to <laughs> saying he was trying to steal some money or something. Right. Ryan Cooker that makes way more than most of us. Um, so, like, even a regular person could be taking that out. And I saw the note, and it was just like, it's a regular note. It says, yeah. from my account. Yeah. I wanted to withdraw the money from my account. Um, you know, Did he ask to be discreet when you when you pass the money or something? Like, be discreet? No, he just asked us not to count the money there. Yeah. He didn't want people seeing it. seen that a lot as well. Yeah. And it was just like, shoot, it was a black teller as well. But the thing is that I still find that that racial aspect to it because, yes, it's a black teller, but even we as black people, we've been sort of like nurtured or conditioned. This, and that's the word I'm looking for to think about saying things when it's also, even even though they're black, it's our race as well, just because it's a systematic issue. Because that's why you got to bring up that systematic issue because part of that yeah. system, yeah. banking system as well, which is also racist, right? It's like I'm pretty sure if it was a white man came in passing out. You won't came inside, but you've seen a black guy wearing a beanie hat or whatever. I think he had a hoodie on as well. Yeah, and, and then I think he had a mask because of COVID too. Exactly. But if it was a, a white person, you wouldn't think about that person too much as a criminal, even though that the teller herself is black, right? Yeah. And then she goes back. It's like, why are you thinking, Bree? There's no guns, no nothing. The note says my account. You check the account. The account had the money. So why? And then the police handling the situation, putting them in the cars, all of that. They searched them and showed there was no, no weapons immediately. Um, you should de-escalate the situations and just have the conversation. Going all out, pulling out the driver as well, at the back telling her, you know, keep your, don't move around in the car, like calm down, you know. Handle the situation first with the person. Yeah. It is already, you already know, like they had this conversation, oh, regardless of who it is, like in my room. No, that's not true. <laughs> Why would someone that's making millions risk their lives by robbing the bank for bank twelve grand? Makes no sense, right? Yeah. I mean, he he's spoken since. Um, talk about they cleared the air. You know, him and Bank of America, they have no issues whatsoever. And I, uh, you know, have any issues because I'm reaching for Black Panther too, and he's filming. <laughs> be interrupting my boy. Yeah, they better not get it. They better not get on this case, right? So um, I'm I'm really happy he was also graceful in the whole thing. You know, he didn't blow up talking about, do you know who I am? You know, no, nothing like that, right? So um, it's, it's nice to be graceful in scenarios like that where, where, you know, your character is tested. 
and so it's it's something i guess it's, a, it's something to learn in that so yeah i think that kind of wraps up this episode uh us coming back and um trying to get back on the on a regular basis and just you know stay in one place and stop popping all over <laughs> yeah for sure we're gonna try to bring you guys quickly these days we're gonna put it together yeah so we're not waiting weeks and weeks we'll probably even talk about the uk more for example that started a while back yeah so we're just delivering now so yeah yeah we really have to this is one of our new setups too uh, still remote so we're, we're recording this remotely and the idea is actually to keep doing more of these in person so we're gonna get there all right remember to always recommend us and subscribe and thanks again for listening to backyard conversations till next time all right